The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me. And I'm on the verge of a menti B and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, got it for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code LEXI, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com, and use the code LEXI for 15% off today. Hello everyone, I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, Diary of a Gen Z, and you're listening to a brand new episode. It's a new week, it's a Monday, I woke up feeling light as air, I had a fabulous Sunday, and I have complained about Sundays for years. I'm a Sunday hater, not even Sunday scaries, just like fuck a Sunday. Nothing about it seemed fun because the essence of Sunday for most people is collecting the energy of the previous week and getting rid of all that you don't need to bring into the next week, a lot of house chores, a lot of, you know, self-care. I don't know why, it sounds really nice, but I rejected Sundays for a long time, but one of my best friends lives and breathes for a Sunday. It is her self-care day to just do all of the things that she has been wanting to do all week and just get ready for the next week ahead and treat herself and take her time and go very slowly. So I've been taking up that energy and that, that mindset and those habits this week and last week and the week before. So we're three for three. Granted, last Sunday, I was at my cousin's house in Pennsylvania in a pool. So it was its own sort of loveliness. Uh, But yesterday, I got a little stoned and decided to clean everything. Like not just wipe the countertops, no, no, no. Deep clean, go through my expired makeup, expired beauty products. I created a wellness corner in my kitchen. I'm staring at it right now. It's this fruit bowl, but I didn't have any fruit because Lord knows I haven't grocery shopped in months. Ever since hot girl summer started, it was like cooking. No, not here. I have like hummus and guacamole in my fridge and like maybe milk and a soda or something. So I had this fruit bowl and I have all these boxes of my wellness 
you know, powders and potions. I'm, I have a lot of wellness products, a ton. I have a ton of supplements, vitamins, immunity goo. That's not what it's called. It's from the brand Pique, P-I-Q-U-E. And it's vitamin C elderberry goo. It's almost like those glucose goos that they give you if your blood sugar drops. Anyway, I have matcha packets, my Hilma stomach reset. I have so many little things, and just boxes of things all in the corner of the kitchen, but I decided let's open up all these packages, recycle all these cardboard boxes, and make a little wellness bowl. So I'm gonna vlog it. I'm gonna include that in not my next vlog because I just finished editing a vlog that's gonna go up tomorrow. So it's gonna be not this one, but the next one. Look out for a little tour of the kitchen and the bathroom. I reset everything. I have so many beauty products, so many. I love myself a nice beauty product. I love myself. I mean, that's one of my ways of coping. Someone asked for my hobbies. I remember, like, I quickly scanned through the questions because normally I ask for questions for the podcast right as I start recording, but I asked for them yesterday. That way I could really give everyone a chance to ask their question when I was skimming through and someone asked for my hobbies. And besides reading and walking, uh, beauty. I love, you know, using new products. Like, I really find that fun. Like, beauty is a hobby for me learning how to use the gua sha or heat light therapy or um at home laser hair removal or i just got this new oil oh let me continue this story one second I need to turn to the page for my proper sunday night stone podcast brainstorm <laughs> all right it was practically a roach y'all like don't think that i was really you know high out of my goddamn mind i was still on planet earth i was just floating in the air a little bit okay i wasn't on neptune or anything i was still here but i came to a lot of conclusions and this happens to me whenever i smoke towards the evening because normally i'll get into bed and i read but if i'm a little high no 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 i can't i become a writer when i'm stoned uh not a reader can't do it and super therapeutic and i'm actually glad i do it because a lot of times I'll be lazy and think, all right, I'll remember this thought tomorrow. And I never do. So I'm glad that I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine thorough topics, or at least topic intros. Anyway, my first observation was after going through a ton of things and finally getting rid of stuff that needs to be gone. And you can choose how you want to discard your belongings. There are more ethical ways than other. That's not the point I'm saying. There are things in your world, in your space, that you don't need, that you don't want. And I came to the conclusion that the joy that I get from buying something new and bringing it into the house is the same joy that I can get from discarding something that I really don't want anymore. And I felt that way with, I don't know, I have this pair of shoes that I love and I bought them online and, and they don't fit. They're a size too small and I don't know why I keep them around as if one day I'm going to fit into them. That's just not going to happen. And wearing small shoes is way more uncomfortable than wearing shoes that are like a size or two big. And so finally I put them in a donation bag and that felt great. And I have so many, you know, skincare products that didn't work for me that I don't like, that my skin doesn't react too well, that I keep in the bathroom. So it's not that it's expired, but it, I'm not going to use it ever because my skin doesn't like it, but it feels because it's not finished that I don't want to get rid of it. But if it's not a good product, I don't really want to give it out to a friend. I mean, maybe it could work for other people, but, and you can't donate it because it's open. So finally getting rid of that stuff felt so good. It felt so good. I woke up feeling light. I felt 
just a little bit more clear-headed and it's motivated me to continue this process. I just need to go through some of the more sentimental things. I definitely have sentimental attachments to belongings. One of my friends, Kaylee, shout out Kaylee McKenzie, you are truly one of the most admirable people I know when it comes to your relationship with belongings. She knows what she wants, she buys them, and when she doesn't want something anymore, she just discards it. There are so many things I've seen her own throughout the years that are just such amazing collectible pieces, expensive designer items that I would hold so much attachment to, and she'll just sell them, you know, after a few years of having them, and let someone else enjoy them. And that is so admirable in my head. I'm not like that whatsoever. Expensive things I hold on to, this Drunk Elephant serum. Uh, the only thing I like from Drunk Elephant is their retinol. Everything else ruins me. But because I know how expensive it is, I haven't wanted to throw it out. I haven't wanted to throw it out. But I did. I also finally, uh, sorry, I could just go on and on about all the belongings. The lesson to learn though, is that you can get just as much joy from discarding something as you can from buying something new. And I encourage you all to just do a little clean out when you've got some time. Second thing that I learned is that I'm a save for a better time person. I'll get uh, protein bars at the grocery store and I'll put them in the pantry and I'll be like, mm, I'm not gonna have that. Even if I'm in the mood, cause I'm like, mm, I'll save it for a better time, why? They're like $5. I can definitely go back and get another one if I eat them all. So I don't really know what I'm saving it for. And a lot of things, you know, this glass body oil. I Glass body oil. God, that sounds luxury. Um, no. Uh, body oil that's in a glass jar. I'm like, oh, this is so pretty. I don't want to use it. Why? Why? It's so pretty and looks so great that you should use it. So I'm trying to learn that as well. And so you know what I did? After my long shower, I exfoliated, I shaved, I got into bed and I put the body oil all over my body. And you know what? I woke up glowing and I'm so glad I used it. And I wanna continue this habit. So that's another thing that I learned. Next on the list, I wrote writer, no, speaker. You are a speaker. Like I say, I, um, oh my God, I'm really having trouble talking. I meant like I said. I just got really worked up. Did I tell you that? No, I didn't. Before I recorded this episode, I actually spent a little less, probably around like 15 minutes recording this episode for the first time. This is actually the second attempt. And I just had brought up how a couple weeks ago I went to call my mom and I, I forgot. And I've just been missing her a lot lately and I ended up just needing to take a moment for myself. It's just, it's been hard. I miss my mom a lot. She passed away three months ago and everything reminds me of her and it's just so it, it and I know I'm so conscious that I'm so conscious that she passed I know that she's not around but for that brief moment I had forgotten just wanted to call my mom you know sometimes you just want to call mom so I reached for my phone and I went to dial and it just was really hard because she's not there to be called and I don't know why I brought it up again I knew how this ended last time and it's fine that I'm talking about it I don't think it's wrong to get teary-eyed when talking about your mom but I just was having trouble collecting myself at all to continue on with the episode and so I just want to say shout out mom I miss you I love you so much and dad I doubt you're listening <laughs> but if you if you are, I love you. And I had a nice chat this week. 
it was good. Um, I miss him. I miss him. It's just, it's really hard. It sucks. It sucks so much. And I really have made an effort to do a good job at feeling my feelings, but also not making myself miserable and finding ways to enjoy myself. Because I know my mom, my mom was so... <sighs> I need to take a sip of water. And I need to take a deep breath. Okay, let's all take a deep breath. We're gonna breathe in, hold for three, and then exhale. All right, ready? Inhale. One more. Inhale. My mom was really so gentle. She treads so lightly on this world and Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, this is just supposed to be my stone podcast brainstorm episode. The way women describe not understanding motherhood until they have children is how I feel about my mom's death. I don't think I really understood motherhood until my mom wasn't here anymore. And ironically, I actually have an entire podcast episode called I Have Dad Energy because I never felt maternal I felt responsible and I felt loving, but I never felt like a mother. I felt like I felt like a father. I felt like the typical father figure. I felt like I had that energy and in the recent weeks I've noticed my maternal side coming out and I feel a lot more like a mother and it makes me really excited for motherhood. And having a family of my own one day which was something I really didn't give too much thought to. I would think about it maybe once or twice a year. The idea of having children and having a family. And I think about it all the time now. I think about it weekly. And having this maternal energy inside of me, I feel like I tapped into it and I didn't tap into it until she passed. And just, I'm sad she's not gonna get to see any more of my life, but I'm grateful for the time that I have with her. I just wish I could call my mom. I really wish I could. And I can't believe I tried to. It makes me so sad that I forgot for a second. Um, it's just one of those days that it hits harder than others. Weekends are pretty good. I'm so distracted. But you know what? The difference between today and a lot of other days that I've had. Today I looked forward to silence. As soon as John left for work. I slept in. I really took my morning quite slow today. It just felt right. <laughs> I need to get my voice back. And this is the first time in days that no one has been in the apartment. Just because it's the weekend, we just have people here. It's a lot more energetic and lively. And I never have been so excited for silence. I needed some silence. I was soaking in it. I loved the peace and quiet. I needed it. I didn't want any music playing this morning, no podcast, nothing. I just wanted to be quiet and it felt so good. And other times I'll wake up on weekdays and John will go to work and I just can't wait for him to come home and I hate being alone here and I will go on hours and hours long walks. Literally, I will walk for like two or three hours just so I don't need to be in this house alone, in this apartment alone. And today, I have not wanted to leave. I did take a brief work break to get my nails done, 
but I have just enjoyed the quiet. It's so comforting. And I've been looking for that because as an only child, I had a lot of alone time growing up. I had a lot of solitude and I needed it. And I required a lot more solitude in my adulthood just because I was used to having it carved out or not having to carve it out in my childhood. But in adulthood, you can avoid it quite easily if you just like want to be around people all the time. And since my mom passed, I have not wanted to be alone. I hate it. And today is the first day since my mother passed that I have absolutely loved my own company and really enjoyed being alone. And I'm soaking it all up. I'm so glad to enjoy silence again because silence for the past three months has made me so incredibly anxious. Doesn't make the grieving any easier. That's just one little change that I've finally gotten back to normal. The week was good. You know what's funny? I, if I didn't write anything down, I've been journaling the past two weeks, three weeks, reflecting on my week on a Sunday. I'll sit down with a journal and just make a few notes about the previous week. And it's amazing how much I forget or how misrepresented my memory can be sometimes. If I did not write down what I did yesterday, if I didn't, if yesterday I didn't write down what I did last week, I would have thought, mm, it was kind of like a meh week, I was a little sad, uh, but the weekend was good. But I sat down and I wrote about the week and I'm so wrong. Two days were kind of meh. Five days were great. I had five great days. I had two kind of emotional sad days, two kind of insecure days. I also spent Monday and Tuesday in Pennsylvania. I was on a trip at the beginning of this week and I had already completely bypassed that. No. The first two days out of my work week were in Pennsylvania. Wednesday, I had one of my greatest workouts I've ever had. My form was so good. My energy level was so good. My trainer was impressed. I was impressed. Anyway, so that was a feat. But then I had kind of an insecure afternoon. And uh, yeah, but then Thursday, once again, really good workout. Um, I posted a video and it didn't, didn't do great. So that was a bit of a bummer, but whatever. So such is life, it happens. And then I planned a party for my friend that we threw this weekend. Friday, I went out to dinner with some friends. I went out, I went to a concert, my first concert since COVID. It was a female heavy metal punk rock screamo band. <laughs> two, two female singers, it was cool. I mean, there was two bands that played, but both of the singers were women. And the first band was all females. It was not what I expected whatsoever, but it ended up being so much fun. And then on Saturday, I finished Malibu Rising. If you guys are looking for a quick read that's a little sad, but kind of heartwarming and a little dark, read Malibu Rising. Through Emily, her 20s party, a little launch party for Emily's new skincare line. Get yourself a cleansing bomb. Go to 20s World on Instagram. Shop, shop, shop. Anyway, I just got mine today. I cannot wait to take off my makeup tonight with it. On Sunday, oh, also then I went out Saturday night, didn't get home till like the wee hours of the morning, and I woke up with no hangover. Total feet, total feet. And I felt confident enough to like drive to the Upper East Side and get brunch the next day. And I cleaned the whole apartment, and I really just vibed with myself. I mean, I had great workouts, I had a great weekend. Oh, I also had a great talk with my dad. We talked for like 30, 40 minutes, and we needed that. I saw Claudia, we got dinner, if you guys are like me, and you'll sometimes just remember incorrectly 
it's sometimes nice to actually write out what went on and your reflection actually might be a lot different. So that was eye-opening for me. And then I went back and continued more of the brainstorm. Let's see, what else did I have written? Some of these topics I actually think deserve an entire episode. I'll give you a little taste though. The idea of new age relationships, how I speak to myself in my head, I think that's a great change that has happened for me. I used to refer to myself as like stupid bitch all the time in my head but now I call myself girly in my head like when I'm giving myself a pep talk or when I'm looking at myself in the mirror my inner dialogue's like hey girly this skirt looks good on you whereas I would just like walk down the street and like get on the bus and be like you stupid bitch <laughs> speaking of looking at myself in the mirror I've had a lot of body confidence lately I have one random insecure day this week but I got my period so I was just you know hormonal and bloated uh, but I convinced myself I don't get bloated on my period. I convinced myself that I've actually gained like 20 pounds on my period. And then I'm like, oh, it's gone in three days? Wow, who knew? Anyway, but just working out a lot and I've just been going through clothes and making sure I'm wearing... Well, I've just been putting a lot of effort back into my outfits. I used to love getting dressed and I made it a bit of a priority during COVID and during 2020 to still put on outfits because it does make such a difference for me. But making the difference of even if I'm going to pick up something in my neighborhood, to still put on a little bit of a casual day fit, that's, the, that's I guess, the difference. I'm pretty consistent. Almost 100% of the time when I go out at night, I've put together an outfit. It's really the daytime where I'll get away with wearing my pajamas out because I'll sleep in, you know, biker shorts and a t-shirt and then I can just throw on sneakers and leave. But putting on a lovely, colorful, light day outfit to spend your day in is great. And so I've been doing that. Anyway, so I think that's aided to my body confidence because I like how I look and I like what I'm wearing. I just, I really like how I look at the moment. I feel pretty. On the inside too, I feel pretty. And I feel like how I look on the outside is similar to how I feel on the inside. And that's cool. And that's a really fun spot to be in, someplace I have a lot of gratitude for. Because I don't think I've felt this way in a really long time, in years. But just my hair, my skin, my body, my clothes, I just feel very aligned with it at the moment. Like I was wearing this pink skirt and this little halter top. It's my last Instagram. I'm in a car and I have a pink skirt and a halter top on. And I just felt so pretty. I just felt so pretty. And my friend took photos of me. I have like these, I had four photos and I, I looked at them all and I loved them all. I posted two of them. And it, that's just so exciting, right? When you're like, holy shit, that's so cute. And I, I'm happy with how I look. It's a really gratifying feeling and I wish it upon everyone. Um, strive, strive for that. So what are the lessons we've learned today? That discarding something can bring you joy. That <laughs> oh, just motherhood. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my mom, I just, I miss her so much. I miss her so much. I love her so much. And I know everyone, no matter how much time they had to, to prepare for someone's death, it's still never enough time. And it doesn't matter when someone dies, you're never ready and it's, it's always a little bit of a shock. It's always a little bit of a shock. My neighbor back home 
he's in his 70s his dad died in his 90s and he was he's like I was just as shocked I was like how how'd he die and it's like he's in his 90s he had a great life but I'm like no he's so young he's so he has so much life left and it's just it's always gonna be like that it's just I feel so young and I really just I want to call mom it's mom you know mom's gone and I have just my dad. I don't have siblings to grieve through this. I, well, I don't know. Morgan and my mom were so tight. Morgan's my cousin who I was with last week. And her and my mom were so similar. My mom and I are so different personality-wise and interest-wise. Uh, whereas Morgan and her, oh, two peas in a pod for sure. Their brains operated the same way. They're both Geminis, so a little astrology into it. Where I was like, y'all don't understand me. You don't understand the free-flowing lifestyle I live. And they're like, no, I don't. So she, it's nice to talk to her because in a lot of ways she lost a mom too. And that does bring me comfort. Also, I love when friends will text me like funny memories of my mom or say that they were thinking about my mom. I went out to dinner with uh, three of my friends uh, a week and a half ago maybe. And one of the girls I had never met before, it was really two of my friends and their friend who I'd never met. And as we're walking to the park, she grabs my hand and she's like, I just wanted to say, I'm so sorry about your mom. I heard about it. And I, you know, like, tell me what she was like. And that was the most beautiful thing. I mean, she was practically a total stranger. And she was like, what was her name? I said, Sandy. Having my mom's name be said, and the four of us just like shouted out loud, like, we love you, Sandy. I like hearing my mom's name. I like, I like people talking about my mom because it makes her feel real and it makes her feel, makes me feel like she was loved and she was known and she was special and she was cherished because uh, the more people are afraid to talk about it, the less she gets talked about and the less I get to hear of her and she'll only exist in my mind and I want her to exist still in my life. <sighs> it was a sweet moment. It was a really sweet moment and I think it's time. I've talked enough. I've talked for like 25 minutes. Time to get into your questions. Let's see what you guys want to know today. Toucan Sam Smith asked, what's your fave go-to drinking games? I love King's Cup. Ride the bus is kind of fun. Uh, just because it's like quick and rowdy, but I honestly don't know the rules. If someone told me to direct the game, I would have no clue. Love flip cup. Love it. Would rather cut off my left hand than play beer pong, though. Toucan Sam Smith also asked, do you ever get nervous combining friend groups like anxiety over people getting along? Oh, oh yes, <laughs> absolutely. If there's anything that before in this life would get me, prior to my mom passing, giving me anxiety. There's any glimpses of anxiety that I ever received in my life. It's from combining different friend groups. I hate birthdays simply for that reason, because the older I get, the more separate one-on-one -on -one friendships I have or separate friend groups that I have. And I don't want to have six birthday parties like that TikTok, but I also don't want to exclude anyone. So I just invite everyone and it ends up being no fun because no one's getting along or they're just like sticking to themselves and no one's intermingling and I can't do anything about that so yeah yeah absolutely definitely okay let's see what's next Samantha underscore Tringali asked blonde or brunette guys uh, I really don't care I love how like redheads just weren't included like fuck redheads right no I would totally date a redhead I have no preference on hair color <laughs> I don't even have a physical type Definitely not. 
Korea asked for hooking up with friends and not having it be weird. Well, there's different levels of friendship, right? Like if it's this best friend of yours and you guys finally start hooking up, there is no way for that to be casual. Whereas if it's a friend that you know you wouldn't be compatible with in any serious way, that like wouldn't be a good life partner for you, I find it fine to hook up with them because it's like I don't actually want anything from them besides like company, you know, enjoying their company. It can be fun, you know? I think you just have to feel it out based on how the dynamic would change because I feel like there's some relationships that I have with some guy friends that it wouldn't change a thing if we'd hooked up one night. Whereas I definitely have other guy friends that if I ever hooked up with them, oh my God, it would be like either we're getting married or I'm never talking to them again because I'm so afraid of what I just did. Ishaville asked for the weirdest food combo that I like. I grew up eating saltine crackers with peanut butter and a bread and butter pickle on it. And I think it's really good. Kara E. Wilson asked for dating multiple guys, like casual dates, hookup advice. I've never dated multiple guys at a time, like maybe talked to multiple guys at a time, but I was, I'm not like sleeping over at multiple guys' house during the week and keeping up with them and going out with them. I have no idea how you do that. I don't think I'm capable of that. I don't have enough time in my life to make that happen. Dating? Well, I guess dating, I don't know. What, can I answer questions today? No, this is, I'm so distracted by my mom or just like the fact that that came up so much in conversation today and I didn't expect it. I expected this to be, I'm telling you, like my stone brainstorm list. And here I am just crying. Oh, motherfucking Pisces, what do you expect? Uh, underscore Kathleen Boo, Bo, asked, would I ever design shoes? Your collection is fab, XOXO. You know what? I haven't really thought about it before, but my collection of shoes is fabulous. I have a lot of good shoes. I'm looking at my shoe rack right now. I love them all. I love them all. Have I ever thought about designing shoes? No, never once. Never once. I've thought about designing things, but never once did shoes come to my head. Uh, so in the meantime, I will just be collecting them. Fatima Marwada? Mawarda? Asks, how did you get over your first love? Truly, it was seeing him change into someone that I didn't know anymore. And with him being a new version of himself, it wasn't one that I knew. And I wasn't in love with that new one. Because I think for a while, my personal breakup, I was exploring myself. I knew that I wasn't in the position to be in a relationship anymore. I wasn't actually prepared to not love my first, my first love again. I was still in love with him when we broke up. And I really thought we were going to get back together. But as time passed, we both changed and I didn't want to be with him. And that's what helped me get over it. Because if he had stayed the exact same person, oh, it would have tugged on my heartstrings a little bit more. But seeing him change, it helped me move on. And also knowing to myself the version of myself that I am now and the version of himself that, I, I don't know, I haven't kept up in too long, but I talked to him over Christmas and it just seems like we wouldn't be compatible, and that gives me peace. Isabel Prezi asked for my favorite memory with Claudia. Oh, 100% my birthday this year. I spent a week with her in Malibu. It was incredible. Al Marie Gabrielle asked, do I meditate on a daily basis? I don't meditate on a daily basis, but it's a priority that I carve out a little bit of time every day where I'm 
free from my phone and I'm doing something to relax or just taking a moment to myself. Also, I mentioned that walking is really meditative for me. However, I've been doing some guided meditations and holy shit, I did one in a pool. Game changing. So my cousin has a pool and she was out with her friend dropping something off and I put my phone on the speaker and at first I was listening to Haim. Haim? I actually don't know how you say it. And then I thought, I'm alone in this pool on a beautiful sunny day. I'm going to take my top off. I'm going to put on a guided meditation and walk with my arms out in this pool with my eyes closed. Talk about magical. That was a beautiful moment. Um, And I 10 out of 10, if you have a pool to yourself, if you've got a personal pool and you've got a moment alone, do that. It was like a 15 out of 10 experience. Nikki Rutherford asks, for what I do in my spare time besides reading or working out. <laughs> I read or I work out. I don't, I don't have that much free time where I do something social. And then obviously my very long walks. I go on very long walks. And I never intend to. I'm like, just get some fresh air. Walk around the block. And then I'll come back an hour and a half later. And I'm like, girl, you're in your suities. You should have gone home and changed your shoes. I just can't. I just can't stop. It's like I start and I get in a meditative state and I don't stop. Um, which reminds me, that's exactly what I'm going to do this evening. But I have intention to walk the loop of Prospect Park. So in my head, I know I am going on a long walk. I feel like listening to a podcast or listening to an album. I know Leon Bridges just released a new album and I want to listen to it. Also, Grizz released a new single and I want to listen to that. Also, I have a lot of new liked songs. I've been going back listening to this Feel Good 90s playlist. Shout out, I think her name is Purple Palace. I love her YouTube channel. I love her Instagram. She's an artist. She's in Paris. And she posted on her story a Feel Good 90s playlist. And I've been eating it up. I love it. So I'm really looking forward to listening to all that on my walk today. Also, sporting my new nails. I got dragon stickers on them. Holy shit, they look so good. Um, what do I do in my spare time? Uh, I'll get my nails done. I'll go thrifting. I'll call a fam member. FaceTime a, a girly or a, a friend. That's not a, everyone's a girly. Everyone's a girly. Uh, that's about it, right? Like, those are my hobbies. Socializing, reading, walking, working out, getting my nails done. Thrifting. Yeah. I love how... <laughs> anyway, moving on. It's me, Lily, asks for what my best mascara recommendation is. I get this question all the time. I love the same mascara. I was a Their Real mascara from Benefit for years, but it is a nightmare to get off, and I only wear it on special occasions now. Day to day, the clean beauty brand Say, S-A-I-E, and it washes off with water. If you're a waterproof mascara girl, don't go for it. I like the fact that I can wash off my eye makeup with ease. I don't want to tug too hard. I think it's just incredible. Kate Merrill 08 asked, how to start creating healthier habits? I hate to say it because you've probably heard this advice before, but baby steps. Let's say you want to improve your skincare routine. Just make a weekly goal to see if you can go seven days with doing your skincare routine every night. You know, give yourself either easy things to implement or just a short-term goal and see if you can do that as opposed to going headfirst into a new lifestyle. Make a goal for the week. Arms off tomorrow asked, most exciting thing about growing up, that you just get better. You just get better at understanding things. You understand yourself a little bit more. Your habits are formed, you're in good practice for things. 
not as many things are new. I don't know, every single year, I just feel like I've gained a little bit more understanding, just a tad more, and it makes my life a little easier, and I can start looking forward. I don't know, I really like aging. A lot of breakups, a lot of loneliness. Aw, sad summer, y'all. No, we're not doing this. At least postpone your your breakup sadness until after summer. Like, enjoy your summer, okay? Compartmentalize and put it away. That's my most toxic advice I've given so far. Uh, but it's just like, it's summertime. It's the best time of the year. We gotta be enjoying it. Oh, this is something that maybe some of you don't know. The Samantha Simpson asked, is Lexi short for something? It's short for Alexandra. My full name is Alexandra Madison. Caroline Azima asks, what, in all caps, is the first thing you think of when you wake up? You know what, today, it was utter bliss. I really put in the work last night, cleaning the countertops, discarding items, putting all the recycling in its separate containers, and I woke up feeling proud, feeling well-rested. I also didn't have coffee this morning, which was groundbreaking. I slept in, and I don't know, I just had to start getting to work because I slept in, and I just, we, I don't have coffee here, so I didn't have enough time to go out and get a coffee, so I just started working, and then I needed a little something-something, so I put peanut butter in a date and rolled it in hemp seeds and chia seeds, and that gave me just as much energy as a coffee so enlightening i had no idea um i ended up making a matcha later in the afternoon but that was groundbreaking for me it's like look at this little natural sugar giving you energy look at you back to my vegan days i used to put like 10 dates in a blender with coconut water hashtag daterade paula j levy asked if i watched the olympics and did i watch as a kid i watched every year as a kid that it was on i watched the winter and the summer and I have not tuned into a single thing this year. I haven't tuned in once, not once. I have no idea what's going on. Fadi Maxubali, I'm so sorry. That's gotta be wrong of me in pronunciation. Favorite books, and do you have an open Goodreads account? I do have a public Goodreads account. I think if you type in Lexi Lombard, it should come up. Um, I love Black Swans by Eve Babbitts. I already recommended the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, now Malibu Rising, and Daisy Jones and the Six. Those are three books from the same author, all fiction books, very quick to read, very it girl stories, you know, like famous, admired protagonists, the high life, and like the, the darkness behind it. Also, Tuesdays of the Mori, if you want to just like have something pull at your heartstrings, that's a great one. Ooh, interesting. I like the spin on this. Uh, creative in Creativing. What do you think we do while listening? I, I just picture everyone on a walk, but when you guys post me on your story, and you're like, you know, knitting while listening to Lexi, painting this thing while listening to Lexi, cooking dinner while listening to Lexi. I'm always so like, oh, that's so cute. I love that. Um, I think of walks because that's when I listen to podcasts. I never imagined someone driving, ever, ever. But I will say those are my favorite photos. When I see the name of the episode and the podcast art on someone's dashboard, oh, it like does something to me. It's so cool to me. So that's what I think of. But if you're ever doing something interesting or if you're ever listening, 
Definitely tag me on Instagram. I always love seeing it. Oh, <laughs> TBT. Oda Benz asks, how do you feel about strawberries nowadays? I haven't had strawberries since my strawberry phase. Couldn't tell you when it ended, but my silk dresses and strawberries exclusive phase has ended. It's totally ended. I'm a savory girl at the moment. I like olives. Annie underscore Paris said, do you prefer being inside or outside? Outside nine times out of 10, the one time out of 10 that I would want to be inside is if there's a lot of bugs or like I'm too cold. If I'm in the wrong, if I'm not dressed for the weather or there's bugs, that's when I want to be inside. But other than that, outside all the way. And on that note, you know what? Fuck it. We've been talking for a long time. Cut me some slack today because <sighs> I'm mildly struggling. I'm in a good mood, but I'm having trouble getting words out. My brain's not up to speed right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm not nailing this, but we're doing it. You know, consistency is important to me. I'm here to show up every week. Can't go anywhere without me. If I really need to take off a week, I would, but I, this is not a good enough excuse to not post. Me being a little loopy, a little sad, a little scattered, it's fine. I've given my best. I've given the best that I can today, and that's all we can do. So I'm sending my love. Thank you if you've made it this far. I'll talk to you later. XOXO, Lexi. This is Julie Chrisley inviting you to listen to our podcast, Chrisley Confessions, on the Podcast One Network. Each week we play listener voicemails and offer advice, suggestions, and opinions based on our own life experiences. Also, listen in to get the latest updates on all things Chrisley. New episodes every Wednesday on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.